This is Time Signatures with Jim Irvin, a podcast and radio program presented by the Capital Area Blues Society in Lansing, Michigan. Most any contemporary musical style can trace its roots back to the blues. Time Signatures explores the blues and its musical connections with captivating interviews, lively discussions, and news from the world of the blues. And now, here he is, your host, Jim Irvin. Well, no, I'm not home. I'm actually, uh, I'm in Old Town. Uh, very good to have you with me. Thank you so much, Parker. Appreciate the intro. You know, it's hard to believe that we're knocking on the door of the annual Michigan Blues Fest, which is held in Lansing, Michigan's Old Town District. But here it comes, September 13th through the 16th. It's sponsored by the Michigan Institute for Contemporary Arts, Message Makers, Urban Beat, the Capital Area Blues Society, and oh, so many more. My guest on this episode of Time Signatures is none other than the organizer of this annual event in the face of much of the Old Town festivities, uh, Mr. Terry Terry. Welcome to Time Signatures. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be with you. Glad to have you here as well. How long has the Michigan Blues Fest been going on now? A long time. I don't even know what number this is. We, um, you know, we started our festivals. I'll just give you a little history. Sure. Uh, our first festival was called the Snake Rodeo way back uh, in the early 90s, I think. Okay. Uh, and then we started an Art in October Fest, and then we did our Jazz Fest in 95, and then we uh, stopped the October Fest and kind of transitioned into, with Cavs, um, the Michigan Blues Fest. So it was somewhere in the, I think, the late 90s, but I'm not sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was looking at the, uh, at the lineup again. You guys always put on a really good show, and it's always a lot of fun. Um, You've got some strong local talent listed on here, as well as some other well-knowns from across the state of Michigan. Uh, Sherry Williams, uh, Gina Garner, James Reeser in the backseat drivers. And is it, I, I want to pronounce this right, is it Asamu Johnson? Yep. And uh, is that the, a Grand, I think they're out of Grand Rapids, I believe. Grand Rapids or uh, Kalamazoo, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, and I, I have yet to see them play. I know you've had them here. Oh, yeah, many times. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to taking in their act as well. You're going to like them. And then we also have Lady Champagne featuring mm -hmm. uh, Omar Coleman out of Chicago. So Lady Champagne's a Detroit blues artist, uh, well-known there and won a lot of awards there. So, yeah, we've got a great lineup. It's going to be a good time. And uh, I love the draw to Old Town because it's so historically relevant uh, to the history of Lansing. And it's truly wonderful to see a revitalization that has taken place in this part of town. Well, you know, we started the festivals in part to trigger all that. You know, you know, Micah's mission, the producer of the event, the Michigan Institute for Contemporary Art, uh, has always been to serve as a catalyst for community transformation mm -hmm. by providing quality arts programming, like Blues Fest, Michigan Blues Fest, Jazz Fest Michigan, and now we're adding a Funk Fest. And then, um, but we've, you know, made the focus and the approach to be a, like diverse community gatherings. So yes. we have multiple stages. People kind of have to walk around. You can't plop down and be in one spot, but that's intentional. So we do it so that people can walk around, meet old friends, make new friends, and see what's going on here. See the buildings, see the yeah. shops and whatnot, and kind of get the whole community really popping. 
Well, and you know, that's one of the things that I enjoyed <clears throat> watching last year. I'm, I'm a people watcher. And uh, it was fun to watch when one would end up here at the corner of Chavez and, uh, and Turner. Turner. And, and as soon as one would end, you'd brrr, and he'd run down the hill to the go down stage. to the river stage. And, you know, there, some of them came, down, came up here and they went down to the, the other stage down by Meat Barbecue. And uh, it was like a steady flow all afternoon and evening. Right. And then we have you know, pretty much nonstop programming inside Urban Beat as well. Yes. And this year we have a great art show at Micah Gallery. So we're featuring 10 artists, all founding artists of Old Town. They were great artists at the time because, you know, Old Town was really kind of reborn through the arts. Handful mm -hmm. of artists. We had some art galleries and shops and whatnot. And these artists have all passed away, but they're 10 artists, you know, Barbara Morris, Dave Kleiss, John Demansky, Sam Mills, and many others. And uh, it's, it's an incredible show. So when people come to see to Blues Fest, they really got to stop in the gallery, which also serves as our volunteer headquarters. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely worthy of your time. And, and something that uh, is relatively new, this is now a social district. Oh, uh, so yeah. you can carry yeah. around your adult beverage if you want. Right. If you, if you, you know, go into somewhere like Urban Beat and get a beverage in, in a properly marked plastic cup. Yes. It has to say Social District and, uh, and have the bar's name on it. Then you can walk around all over Old Town and uh, no problem. Which is absolutely cool. I mean, because that's something that, that I'm even not used to. But that, uh, that's only been going on, what, the last year, year and a half? Is that right? I think a couple of years now they, yeah. they during it happened during COVID and then I think last year they made it permanent as, as a policy so yeah it's it's been great. Terry, I I love the um, the requirement that you put on all of the bands um, that they must bring one completely new song to the stage for their performance. Now how cool is that and how did this tradition start? Oh uh, well. So I come from an improv tra tradition mm -hmm. personally, but um, I early on just decided from almost, wasn't the first festival, but one of the early festivals, we said, let's make, the, let's make ourselves unique and ask that each band do something for the first time for an audience. So whether it's an original song of theirs or an original arrangement, something unique that they've never performed before a live audience. So if you come and we have 13 bands, you're guaranteed to, and you come to the whole festival, 15 bands, whatever we got, 20, I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, if you come, you're going to hear that many new pieces. You'll be the first to hear yeah. all of these, not just one song by one band, but all the bands. That's, that's, I think that's what um, is another unique thing about, you know, Michigan Blues Fest. And, and to me, I think that it's kind of cool because I always look for that now when I go to hear somebody do their set and they'll, they'll purposely say, Hey, by the way, this is the song that Terry made sure that was you know, original mm -hmm. and we're presenting it, to, presenting it to you for the first time. And the crowd really responds to that. They enjoy it. Don't yeah, they? It's good. It's nice to be the first to hear something that somebody does. You know. <laughs> now you've got two main stages, as we said, uh, one down near the river and then one at the corner of Turner and Chavez, and then you've got the smaller one down by Meat Barbecue. What kind of acts do you generally see at the smaller stage? So we, we uh, partner with the uh, School of Rock. Mm -hmm. So they bring their uh, adult band and youth band to perform there. And then we have other acts that we also program later on. So, yeah, that's 
you know, so a lot of that's like, and it's in the Bender area as well, near yeah. the Bender. So it's just got activity happening there, and you'll hear some people are just starting out. Which is fun. And I, I don't think I've ever seen the, um, the adult band yet. I've seen the younger band uh, play on a, a couple of occasions. I actually got to see them the first time uh, in Mason during the Sundried Festival. And then I got to see them here like uh, two weeks later. Right. And they change up, too. I mean, yeah, as they, they, they have different students, so each year yep. things are different. And I'm, I'm sure between jazz and blues, that's the same thing. So. Yep. Now, let's talk about numbers for a minute. What does it cost to get into the Michigan Blues Fest? It's a steal, okay. first of all. Sure. So we have two levels of tickets. We have general admission and premier seating. Okay. Premier seating gets you up close, up front, front white seats at uh, the two stages, the, the south stage and the uh, river stage. It's $25, covers both nights. Beautiful. And otherwise it's $15 for both nights. So that's $7.50 a night, which is about two dollars a band or something i mean think what you pay a cover for anybody right, else right so or you might go here uh go to a concert and pay 75 or 100 dollars for a concert so it's it is a steal and it's necessary i mean we can't it costs a lot to produce these festivals oh yeah and uh you know we used to uh micah used to be able to you know generate a lot through beverage sales but things have changed and we can't really do that anymore so uh we rely on sponsors ticket sales and grants and you know, our costs have gone up every year and our income has not. So we really rely on that. So it's look at it as a sponsorship donation and you're, you're donating 15 bucks or $25. And sure. it's making a big difference to make this happen. So we can all, everybody in the community can enjoy it. Well, you know, you, you hit on a key point that things have changed a lot. I mean, I know that COVID put a real dent in everything uh, back in 2020 and uh, 2021. And it seemed like last year, things were really starting to pop and people were coming out more. Now in 21, in, in, in 21, of course you had the root doctor band uh, closing out their last time at blues fest and it was packed out for that. Um, but last year I really noticed an uptick in attendance. And it whatnot. did change last year and this year at jazz fest, which just occurred, we mm -hmm. noticed a big change even from last year. So I'm expecting a pretty good crowd this year, you know, whether cooperating, sure. School's back, you know, more people tend to uh, come out to the festivals in the fall, and Blues Fest is our really, has been our best attended festival, so I'm anticipating it being the same. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to see the guys that play chess down here. Yep. They sit up at a table the Lance, every year. I think they're called the Lansing Knights. Yeah, they always come out to the festivals and they're playing chess. Uh, it's a great crowd that we've got that comes to the festivals. That's, I, that's what I like about doing these things is we bring everybody out in the community, people get to make some new friends. Sure. <clears throat> it's fun, it's safe, it's interesting. So you've got uh, lots of great music. You've got some pretty cool vendors we're going to talk about in a minute. What kind of food can a festgoer find here? Well, there are different restaurants in Old Town, you know, from meat to uh, Pablo's. Um, but I think Ozone has a food truck here. Um, I think there's a, a Mexican food truck as well. Uh, Urban Meat will have a variety of, like, you know, burgers, brats, hot dogs, things like that. Um, As they always do, right out here on the right, sidewalk, right, which right is in wonderful. The patio, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I don't know who I don't, I don't know all the vendors, unfortunately. Okay, no, so, that's all. Yeah. That's all right. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but <laughs> but suffice it to say, there's going to be a little something for everybody, and uh, it seems like meat always sells out, and. You know, then you got to clean up and, and, and take care of their crowd because they run out of food. Yeah, there's that. But, 
Uh, yep. So if I'm coming as an attendee to Blues Fest, um, should I bring my own chair? Do you have chairs on site? We've let, well, if you're buying a ticket, you should be able to have a chair unless it's general admission and we get, we you know, almost sell out. So it's really your call. Okay. Um, and then uh, parking, the city lot is open, but expect to have to walk a few blocks to park. We got a great neighborhood around here. And uh, as we get bigger, you have to walk further or take an Uber or something like that, yeah. which is, you know, if you're going to, have some beverages you might want to do that anyways so yeah it's uh we're looking for oh and what's different this year is we, we have a four-day festival we're kicking off wednesday night band to be announced okay uh but the kickoff is now wednesday night not thursday we do a we're going to do it a benefit on concert thursday night most of those happen at urban beat and then Outdoor stages, four stages, interactive on Friday night and Saturday now, can you, afternoon. Can Saturday you talk night. about the benefit that you're doing on Thursday? Any any tip of the hand who that might be? What are you raising the money for? Well, I know we have the band. I just don't remember. I didn't bring the schedule with okay. me. I don't remember <laughs> who's playing when. Uh, but it, that one goes to uh, Micah to the Michigan Institute for Contemporary Art and our we, we call the Kids Beat program. So we okay. do programming for kids. Cool. Uh, Jazz Fest is to the Lawrence Low Leathers Foundation. Uh, this one we do for Kids Beat. And, uh, and actually, uh, as part of the programming, like on Saturday, the Children's Ballet Theater does some programming. There are kids out there dancing. Um, and they do also do a program at Micah Gallery once, at least once a month on Sundays. Uh, and then we have the Instrument Petting Zoo. There, so we have a bunch of instruments out, and kids could get up and actually touch them and play them. That's and really cool. Somebody's yeah. there to show them like how to do that. We have—I don't know if it's happening this year, but in the past we've done like a harmonica workshop. I think Andy Wilson did it one year, and I don't remember who else. But uh, and we gave away you know little plastic harmonicas to kids, but they could come up and learn how to play a little bit. So we try to get people involved in the arts, engaged in the arts, and and it's and it sounds like something for for people of all ages. It's not just for oh, yeah. for the kids, you oh, know. Yeah. Well, pretending that I've never been to the Michigan Blues Fest, talk about the vendors that you have on hand each year. Um, do you offer like Blues Fest tees, hats, yeah, we posters? Yeah, we, we have all that. We're, in fact, I think this year we're adding a hat. So we've had, always had t-shirts. Uh, Denny Preston, uh, this, this year's artwork, and it's just phenomenal. Yes, it's it is. He's got that half moon playing the harmonica and guitar. He's, he's just... Is, he's, it, is it not ever... Eye popping to see his work because he's just a phenomenal artist <laughs> and musician. He's a great musician. Yes, too. he is. Um, but yeah, we'll have Blues Fest T-shirts. We'll have Blues Fest hats, caps. I think those are the two things that we'll be selling. And when you come in, you know, to get your ticket or to register or whatever, come in. You can get your beverage and uh, food tickets there, but also we have a little booth, and I think t-shirt uh, posters will be sold there as well. And Danny, I think Danny's going to be one day. I don't know which day it is. He'll probably be in City Pulse. He'll be there signing posters, too. So if you want to get a, you know, a poster with his signature on And I'm going to tell you, if you've never met Dennis Preston and you've never seen his work, you need to check it out. I mean, the man, um, his, his new, um, the, the napkins, what was that book? It just, it just left my head. Doodle, it's, it's his doodles on napkins. I, it's not oh, yeah. the title of it, but, um, you know, he's, he's been around for a long time. And, oh, yeah. I always look forward to seeing his posters every year to see what he's yeah. going to do new. Yeah, know? he's one of the nicest guys I know, and he's just fun and creative. Yes. Uh, he can do things like he, he has that hand-to-eye coordination that nobody else that I've ever met has. I mean, yeah. he can so quickly draw 
your portrait or a caricature or change it up. He could convert you into me and somebody else if you want to say, you know, get a change that Danny and he'll do it. And you go, how did you do that? You know, without an eraser. Well, while I'm here, you, know, you talked about uh, Micah and a couple of the other uh, uh, businesses in this area. What else can I see while I'm in, Lo in Old Town? I mean, you got Bad Annie's, you know, right. you got the popcorn We, we place. have a lot of cool shops. You know, yeah. there, there, there are a lot of boutiques. There's uh, October Moon. Uh, there's a Spin Bicycle. Uh, obviously, like I said, Micah Gallery. We have a, you know, a piercing place called Flesh. I assume they'll be open. I don't know who's all open during the sure. festival. Uh, Catalyst, of course. Uh, they had their cool little shop. Uh, Ozone's up the street. There's a little microbrewery and tap room up there. That's north on Turner. Uh, you got Blue Owl across Blue, the street. Blue Owl Coffee, yeah. Yep. Great little coffee shop here. Um, and, of course, Cravings. you got to go to Cravings and get some popcorn. Oh, man. Every and then, year. <laughs> and further up the street, you know, further up Turner, there's Cosmos and um, Zubies as a bar. And there's some shops down, uh, like Mother and Earth, there's a, you know, family kids shop uh, on Chavez right near uh, Washington Chavez. So you got a lot of, there's a and, lot of and, things and, and, to do. And there's, and there, yeah, and there's always new th people moving in here, so it keeps changing. I think Glow just opened up. And there's, and, isn't there another art gallery that opened not too long ago around the corner? There's one, Chavez? Uh, there's one there. There's this one that moved north. Uh, okay. Da David, Shush, um, David Such opened a space. I don't know if it'll be open that day, but he has a sure. space up Turner Ways. But yeah, if you come, you're going to be able to see some, well, the other thing is you see this great architecture because Old Town has the highest concentration of historic commercial buildings in the city of Lansing. So yeah. this is kind of where the city started. There was a mill along the river, and these buildings have great history. The building you know, that I have, Message Makers, was built in 1868. Wow. We're, we're sitting now on Urban Beat, which was in the 1870 or something, like, you know, in that, that period. So, you know, pretty old building. Now, now Urban, Urban Beat was kind of a rough-and-tumble place back it in the day, wasn't it? It had been many things. It had been a cleaner one time. It was the month before it closed. It was the Mustang Bar, so they had a bit of a reputation. Yeah. Uh, and then it was closed for 20, 15, 20 years, and then I acquired it converted it had to rebuild the whole front facade and put a back wall on it wow. uh, there's an apartment above that somebody lives in and then message maker studios above the other side of urban beat and then just did you know major renovations to convert it into you know what we think is lansing's premier listening room with a you know a great venue for hearing music in a kind of an intimate setting um, good sound system good lighting system yep. uh, we treat the bands well we have a green room for the bands and uh Almost every night of the week, you know, we've got some music happening in the patio or inside. And, and I have to tell you, I love what you have inside here because I love the old brick, uh, the old brick and mortar, you know, from back in the day. And, you know, there's just, there's so many elements about the building that speak to the history that it's fun to walk in here and just look around. And then, and then when you attend, as you said, come in here for, uh, you know, for a music event, which I've been here for several. And um, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, uh, it's a friendly, intimate environment. Yeah. We've got good sight lines. The acoustics are good. We've invested yes. a lot in the sound system and really in the lighting system. So we try to make it work well for the bands and make them front and center, not stuck in a corner. Um, but again, if you come to Old Town for the festivals, you can see lots of buildings that are cool and get a sense of history. And the other thing is the scale here is interesting. You know, like we have wide sidewalks, a mm -hmm. park at the corner, so it's kind of like a town square area, and you can hang out 
in that. And also the acoustics are pretty good for the for, for the stages and the music. And then of course you've got some uh, you've got some artwork on the side of the side of the buildings over here. Yep, there's some great artwork, which is murals. Really yeah. neat to look at the murals that uh, that some of the artists have done. Um, it's a lot of fun. So make plans. If you if you don't have plans already, make plans to come out to the Michigan Blues Fest. Once again, the dates for this, it's going to, the kickoff is on the 13th, yes? Correct. Wednesday the 13th. And then running through Saturday the 16th. Correct. And uh, it's going to be a great time, man. Lots of lots of good music. Go ahead. And uh, Friday and Saturday nights, we have an afterglow at Urban Beat. So, you know, we have bands playing those nights, but then other musicians will come up and jam with them. So that goes pretty late. You probably go to 1, 1.30. So the last thing that I when you're through with everything else, come in and uh, it's limited seating. You know, we can only get so many people sure. in here, but it sometimes it's the best part of the festival, you know, when you mix these musicians up and they get going and they're having fun. Terry, Terry, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Um, if you get a chance, you need to come out and check out Michigan Blues Fest and uh, Old Town Lansing. Check it out. It's going to be a good time. And uh, as I said, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, my guest has been Terry Terry, the owner of Urban Beat and Message Makers and Micah. Uh, he's, got his, he's got his hands in a lot of stuff in Old Town here, but the revitalization that has taken place in Old Town is really something to behold. So we definitely look forward to, uh, to coming down here and checking out once again, Blues Fest, the 13th through the 16th of September. That's going to wrap it up for this edition. We look forward to seeing you on the next edition of Time Signatures with Jim Irvin. This has been Time Signatures with Jim Irvin, presented by the Capital Area Blues Society in Lansing, Michigan. For more information on cabs, visit capitalareablues.org. You can find this episode and past episodes at lccconnect.org. The Time Signatures theme song, Michigan Roads, is used by permission and was written by Root Doctor, featuring Freddie Cunningham. Now I'm trying, trying, baby, Until next time, keep on keeping the blues alive.